Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Magic Isn't Real. Today's episode doesn't have an intro, and that's because this is a part two to the recent episode you just listened to. We ran a little bit over by an hour and a half. We didn't notice, we were just having a great time. The last episode is entitled Murder Ellipses, and this one we present to you in terms of murdering a performance. Without further ado, let's get on to the episode. Let's start the murder pit! Murder. In terms of murdering a performance. (laughs) Oh, yes to joy! And then everybody starts cheering. Thinking on what the songbird told me in my dreams last night. (laughs) Both my fists close. And I cast Enhance Ability on myself. Charisma. Iris's turn from their dull, dreary brown to an electric hot pink. Okay, let's explain the rules for our willing participants. You will not be allowed to leave during this game. Only three will be permitted to leave. Oh, thank goodness. Half of you will be sacrifices to the pit. But the three, you may leave with your lives to live, pillage, murder, whatever you wish. But the three are in sanctimony and with memory of our core values of the nook. Death, dirt, and craft macaroni and cheese spirals because it's just like the original that you know, but just a bit twisted. (laughs) Where the fuck was I on the page? (laughs) The guy's reading on the page. He goes back to his scroll and he's like, oh Ah, shit, shit. you really need to put highlighter on this. One by one, these prisoners will approach the stage, our pit, and give us a short minute or less performance can be singing can be dancing or comedy which is your elder's favorite that's me (laughs) or what have you whatever you wish as long as it's entertaining the least talented act will have to fight their way through the pit and then we will continue the contest if you don't survive lucky you (laughs) oh praise the lord of death Guys, this is just like my love for low-cut turtlenecks. <laughs> <laughs> Not giving that to you. <laughs> it's almost funnier when it doesn't fit. <laughs> so now the light, the fires around your cages start to light up, and everybody in the audience can now see the six cages. Basically what we're going to do, you get one minute or less. Whenever you want to get cut off, you can get cut off, or if you go over a minute, I'll stop you. You get to do little performances in between the rounds. When the loser has to go, they have to fight an undead. It increases in the amount of undeads for the rounds that it is. Round one gets one zombie, two for two, three for three, and so on. So we're all going to have to do multiple performances? Yes. Yes. Uh, And the the least talented one, be it like with a performance check or with your actual performance in the room, what's going to happen is if you survive the death pit, the murder pit, sorry, then you get to keep going. Three of you guys get to leave alive. So I'm going to give you all 10 minutes to come up with what you want to do. And then we're going to come back and actually give a couple performances. And we're back. I just gave the players 10 minutes to come up with whatever they wanted to come up with. I have no idea what they're doing, but I'm excited. As this starts, everyone is on the edge of the pit and people are acting like is this almost a sporting event, but it's definitely like performance-based entertainment. And the king lounging in his chair, a, a leg hanging off the side, is like, oh, oh, it's so nice to finally get us all together in one pit to just have fun once in a while. I know we talk a big game about taking over the lands and, and praising the god of death to everyone, but it's just always nice to have this. To death. And then they all lift up goblets and cups and horns and they all start to drink. All right, let's get to the performances. <laughs> and we're going to get started with the first one. The guy that you all were talking to. The one who was like, this is the death what's pit. going on. Exactly. He goes up. His cage door opens. He goes to the center of the pit where a spotlight follows him. And it looks like the spotlight is fire and a big old magnifying glass next to each other, making it a spotlight. He says, um, my name is Geode, and I, I I will, um, perform comedy. Oh, 
comedy. Good, good, my favorite. He's taking notes. Okay. Um, why did the goblin cross the road? Um... Because he's green? No. Uh, because uh, he, he saw a, a lady goblin. No, fuck. Shit, no, please. Let me have another chance. Oh, I'm sorry about that. No other chances. Mm, looking at the room, it seems that you didn't do very well. Please back in your no, cage. No, please, give me another shot. He cries and goes back to his cell, and he's just really upset with himself. Guys, I think we got this. <laughs> <laughs> Up next... A guy who looks rugged and has an eye patch across his face, and he steps to the center, all stoic. My name is Pyrite. And he looks, now that he says that, his, he looks like a pirate. Pyrite with a P. And if you want a good time, just share this cell with me. Hey! And he picks up and he starts giving a drinking song, very pirate-esque style. And I'm going to roll performance to see how this goes. He did decent. The crowd is with him, and they all start slamming drinks back, and someone actually tosses him a little ale, and he downs it, slams it on the ground, puts his arms out, and he gets uproaring applause. And there's one other person that you all are not familiar with coming out, and this person is hunched over, hair going into their face, and they look as if they are bored out of their mind. Hey, how are we doing tonight? I'm Bayril. Uh... I got some material for you guys tonight, and he pulls out a little piece of scratch paper out of his pocket. Okay, um, I just wanted to thank the people who got me here. Uh, my mama, you know, she's always believed in me. My wife for, for pushing me to work harder and get to the murder pit. And, uh, my funeral director, who's always gonna be the last person to let me down. Oh, it's a death pun! <laughs> oh, my two favorite things! And then the elder starts <laughs> clapping for him, and then slowly everybody looks at the elder, looks back at the pit, and says, Yeah! Yes! As they are all sort of inclined to agree with whatever the elder says. And Beryl goes back into his cell. Brandon, your cell door opens. You've got this, Brandon! Yes, I'm going to start walking out. Can I look around to see if I can find some sort of exit or maybe a way to leave? <laughs> it looks like pulled up onto the side of the pit is a string ladder that they throw down. I think they just tossed you in here. This pit is nothing but a pit. Gotcha. <sighs> I'm going to look up to the king. Hmm. My name is Brandon. Ooh, foreign. And I will perform a show of strength for you. Ooh, unorthodox, but I'll take it. I will need another assistant, though. An assistant? Hmm. Someone who looks strong. Someone I can take down. Someone that I can show you how strong I am. Oh. You! And I point at Ted. In the <laughs> jail cell. Uh, oh, yeah, me. Oh. But what if he gets injured in battle and that affects his performance? We are trying to make a good time for people here. Well... He'd be dead. Isn't that something you want? Mm, that's something we should all want. Give me a persuasion check oh, to God. see if he lets this happen. Brandon, please. <laughs> I don't really have much else. Ugh, it's a six. Six. He looks to you and says, mm, I can't have you ruining my other performers. I mean, what if you unionize? But I can give you this. And a crate is pushed up to the edge and it opens and out falls a dead body. And the dead body looks big. It looks as if it's a half orc. Slowly but surely, a purple light is going through this thing's veins and eventually reaches its eyes where it stands up. <sighs> And it is now towering over you. Oh, shit. Not part of the plan. I'm going to take a step back. And I myself am going to start emanating a golden light as I let out a prideful... As you see, a golden pelt start illuminating around me. And it is in the shape of a lion. Beautiful. Give me a performance check to see if the crowd's with you. Whoa, that's new. <laughs> uh, performance, that's going to put me at... A 16. Ooh. So you start looking around the rim of the pit, and some of these guys are full on with you. They're warriors themselves. They like to see combat, and they are on your side. Uh, uh, some of the others, say like 20%, still hope that the half-orc beats the shit out of you. But in that case, I need you to roll initiative. All right. 
Oh, come on. Don't do this to me now. Six. Cool. He's going to go first. You got this. He <laughs> towering over you. First thing he does is to brings both of his arms up and slams them on the ground next to you. Being that it's sand, everything sort of moves as he slams this down. Sand sprays. And with that, does a 15 hit. It does hit. Beautiful. He's going to roll. But you're in a rage. I am in a you're rage. You're in a rage. It's going to be fine. He dealt six damage as he slams the ground and you're pushed back a little bit. Is that bludgeoning damage? It is bludgeoning damage. I have resistance to that. Beautiful. So three damage instead. How big, how much more is he towering over He's me? like seven, eight. Seven, eight, okay. I am going to take a leap and grab my hand, grab it towards his throat. Mm-hmm. And as I do so, the light emanating from my veins starts to come out of my fingertips and you start seeing claws. Ooh. As the big lion's paw just going to grab his neck and slam him into the ground. Roll to hit. All right. Hey, that's going to be a 24. 24, then you absolutely do it. I'm going to do a con to see if you can bring him to the ground. You bring him to the ground, but it's not a slam more than just you are both now in a locked up position on the floor. What is the damage on that? That is my form of the beast claws, which is a D6 plus three. So that's going to be six damage. Six damage. And as the claws enter the sides of his neck, you can tell that this is a loose body. The bones are barely hanging on. As the claws go in, as soon as you release, he's going to start bleeding. Okay. So I'm still holding him there. Mm Mm-hmm. Let go of his neck, and I'm going to let out another roar, but this time it's going to be kind of in the voice of a lion's roar. Ooh. Witness your king! You take your fingers out of his neck, and you see that some of the flesh peeled off, and it's emitting this green ooze. It's gushy and viscous. With the orc's turn, it's taking half its movement to get up. He's going to try and grab you first. So can I get a opposing strength check? It's going to put me at 19. Word. Oh, yeah. You got him. I will allow you to reverse it on him because he now is around your waist and he was going to try and suplex you. Now you are on top in the sense that he is around your torso. What are you going to do? I am going to grab him by the neck and I'm going to try to just flip him over myself to slam him on the ground. You got it. Yeah, just give me a roll to hit. Mm. That should be enough. Uh, That's going to put me at a 17. 17, roll for damage. That's going to put me at 6 damage. 6 damage again, okay. These things don't have much health because they are just quick pawns that they can throw in. How do you end this thing's life? As I flip him over my shoulder, he's laying on the ground in front of me. You're going to see the same golden energy, but this time coming out of my mouth, you're going to see fangs grow out of me, and I'm just going to bite down on this thing's neck and tear it oh my god you do and it sprays and as soon as you rip it out it goes completely limp that purple energy drained gone and it falls to the ground and then i'm gonna put one of my foots over its chest and just let out another roar onto the crowd yay brandon great job Your final score is about here, which I'm not going to say, but pretty good, but pretty good. You got most of the crowd on your side, and the elder is kind of leaning forward for the first time, as opposed to lounging back. Very good, very good. Oh, I didn't have much faith in you, but you've seemed to change my mind. Back to your cage with you. Just sit on the ground as I start making my way to the cage. The next cage that opens up. Parker. Parker takes a deep breath and then walks out and stands directly in the center and goes, Hello, my name is Tornado. And for my performance, I am going to need your help. Yes, that's right, your help. Does anyone in this fine audience here tonight have a hat they would be willing to let me borrow? Here! One of the patrons throws a helmet, and it lands in the sand. Oh, thank you! Thank you so much! Give me just one, one second. And then Parker is going to put the helmet on on the ground, and uh, facing so that it's, it's upside down. Okay. She is going to step in it, and when she steps into the helmet, you see all of Parker starts to rapidly condense and get smaller and smaller and smaller. And then her skin starts to grow fur 
and it gets white and fluffy and she disappears into the helmet. And then you see one little paw reach up, do a little wave, and then grab a pair of bunny ears and pull them out of the hat. That is so good, (laughs) clever, and amazing. Yeah, give me a performance check. Nice. (laughs) Uh, Give me a performance check. I'm going to give you a bonus. Okay, cool, because I have a minus two to performance. That's a nat 20. 20. (laughs) Beautiful. Oh, wow. Yeah, everybody... Fucking brilliant. ...standing on the edge of the pit, and even the elder is full clapping, buoyant applause. As your time ends, the elder says, Oh my, we haven't had a magician in quite some time. Oh, that was so cute. Parker does the thing that little animals that are really cute do, where she like uses her paws to push back her ears, and then she, she bounces off to her cage and stays a rabbit. Absolutely, you do. Yeah, her cheeks are bright pink, though. This is very exciting. <laughs> and who's the last one? And then Ted's cage. Ted does not emerge from the chamber, but someone else does. <laughs> <laughs> someone tall and strong with long, flowing hair that cascades in braids wound with flowers to his waist. His pink, green, and purple tights with knee-high boots rise up capped off with suspenders with decorative flowers going over each of his shoulders. And on his face he wears sunglasses. And he says, Hey, man. (laughs) Oh, flower trip here to show you how it's done. We have a new Ted personality. I love it. So, man, I got something real special to show you today, dude, but I'm going to need my shillelagh, man. Look, man, it's just a pretty stick, dude. Give me a persuasion check. Yeah. Natural one. Natural one. I have advantage. That's a natural 12. (laughs) Okay. Better than... What's your charisma modifier to it? Never mind, I have plus six. That's 14. I was going to say, I thought you had something. With a 14, he's like, "Mm, I'll allow it, but please... Don't do anything hasty. Your graciousness will allow you to observe natural beauty unlike anything you've ever seen, man. Hmm, okay. I'm gonna toss the boy his stick and you see there are several boxes that they're going through for each of your guys' personal belongings that you had on you. And you see your stick is thrown in and it sticks into the ground. Alright, man. Check this out. I tap the staff to the ground. Does the flower sprout? You tap it to the ground... But because it isn't dirt, and this is a dark gray sand, as opposed to a beautiful, luscious, vibrant flower with many different colors, you start to see red come out of the ground. Red for a stem. The flower is black, with rings of purple on the inside. And emitting from that is not a luscious or pretty smell. This smell has a different effect. Give me a performance check. Uh, that's going to be a 17. 17. So yeah, you have the elder with you. Oh, it's just dreadful. Oh, everybody give a round. Everyone else joins in their applause with that. With that, the scores are compiled at the end. Mm, the one who needs to go back for a couple more classes. It's the one we didn't deem had the most talent is geode. No, no, please. I I can be better. I can do better than this. And his cage door opens. That box that they dropped the zombie down, they have several, several more. And they get out one with a big one on the front of the box. Inside these boxes are random animals or people that they have turned undead. And comes out is an alligator-looking thing. This alligator can stand on its two front legs, because it has different types of appendages in this world, and it starts chasing this guy as soon as his cage door opens, tears him apart. And then you notice, as soon as his life leaves his body, this elder taps on his chair, where there are little engravings, and the purple light from the crocodile escapes and goes limp. They are put inside of the cage, close the door, 
and Geode has lost. Hmm, a very good ending to a very special round. Moving on to round two. And they're going to start with Pyrite. Ahoy, my name is Pyrite, and I am here to say, oh, how I miss the water, oh, how I miss the bay. Oh, uh, mm, shit, hang on, hang on. Uh, Ave Maria! No! Stop! No copyrighted music in the murder pit. None of that. <laughs> we gave you the terms of conditions. You cannot publish it if it has copyright tags. Is Ave Maria copyrighted? I have no I idea. I feel like we might have just hit the marker. I just realized that takes out my other plan. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright? If, if you can do it as a parody, it's okay. Yeah, totally a parody. parody. So for purposes of that, then, Ave Maria is still copyrighted in this world. As he's performing, uh, is there any way... Because you said the cages were made out of bones. Mm-hmm. I would like to try to rip a bone out of the cage. Mm, you can try. Yeah. Let's see. What would that be? A strength? strength. Athletics, if you want to... Add that. That's going to be a 24. 24. You snap a bone in half, but you notice as you pull it out and you see the jagged edges, it is coated in a clear stone, a stone that you guys do not have on earth, and they have melted it down around these bones to make them harder. I will try to hide that in between my lion cloth and the shirt that I'm wearing. Give me a stealth check. Stealth check. Uh, that's a 10. Ugh. Couple people notice. Okay. Is that a bone in his cloth, or is he happy to see us? <laughs> Are you proud of that so one? I, I'm trying oh, yeah, to find... Like, you, you happy about that? You're really, glad, not... you're really glad you did that one. <laughs> Moving on from that, then, it's barrel. So a couple of people notice you have it, but, like, they're not like, I gotcha. stopping anything. Barrel enters the middle of the circle and says, Ah, good thing I'm following that guy. It's practically a dead giveaway. <laughs> oh, you guys like, uh, like the death puns. Okay, um... This is pretty tough to be in shape these days. Tried everything, you know, but it's just so hard. I've, I've said enough is enough. I've decided that I'm going to be cremated. Yeah, it's my last hope of having a smoking hot body. <laughs> oh, good show! And I'm going to roll his performance check. That's pretty good. Beautiful. <laughs> All right. Same order as before. Brandon, you are up first. Okay. I'm gonna make my way out. Is the guy? What was the guy's name? That Geode. That guy. Geode died. Yeah. Is his cage still open? Or no, is it's it, closed. It's closed. They now? they shoved him in the crocodile in the cage, and then they closed it. Okay. I am going to walk up on stage. I first showed you a test of strength. Now I'm gonna need a test of speed. Oh, we don't have like any treadmills or anything to throw down there. What do you need? A foot race. I need a partner. Him, he points at Ted again. <laughs> Ted! <laughs> I'm not Ted, man. <laughs> you, are, you, you are really trying to abuse your power with using outside material. Doesn't that make the best performance? I'm going to say you have to be a bit more creative than that. In that case, let me race you. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. What, afraid you lose in front of your people? Mm, that is cute. That is really cute. I would love to see that. But, unfortunately, I just had a really hearty salad, and I need that to digest, okay? I like to just sit, watch a good show, and then maybe I might pop a gummy and go to bed. But, before that... Hey, man, I didn't die once for me to die again. Why is that an issue? Death is awesome. Look, watch. And then he pulls out a dagger, jumps off of his podium, stabs himself in the heart, and he lands on the ground limp. I take a step back. <laughs> you see someone else is shoved onto the podium. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, um, I am the new elder. Uh, love death. And then he gets big <laughs> applause. <laughs> Alright, um, yeah, no, you still don't get someone to race with. You need, you, you should be more creative than that. Alright. Ugh. Go ahead and pull that fucking bone out of my lion cloth and shirt. Okay. Allow me to perform a dance for you. Oh, I didn't expect that from you. That's that's really nice. All right, let's see it. <laughs> da, 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> no music. <laughs> yeah, no music, no nothing. There's no music. If you would like music, that's that's an outside material they can give you. Okay, I'll 
What's, what's the kind of like mood you're looking for and like gestures to his orchestra off to the side? Okay, so I'm not a very, not very performancey like as Brandon or in real life. Okay. What is that freaking dance they do where they have like a stick and a top hat and whatnot? Yeah, you're looking yeah. for Hello, like, my baby. Yeah, like that. Jazz? Like jazz, and, yeah. Yeah, okay. Some Bob Fosse you, you type stuff. You do a jazz routine. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. do a jazz routine. Absolutely, you do. Just for me. Copying what I've seen on TV. You don't have proficiency in jazz. Parker's little bunny ears cover her little bunny eyes. <laughs> can you give me a performance check? Oh God, yes, I can. Oh. What is it? It's a three. Uh, it's a three. So that's really bad. It's really it's, bad. It's not pleasant to look at. <laughs> And you are getting people booing you, and you, uh, it's a very uncomfortable moment for you. From someone who is always treated with such kindness and how he's the coolest person in school, this is a very harsh moment for you. Hey, I am the best for where I come from, all right? <laughs> okay, well, that was awful. And next is the rabbit. Parker scurries down in true little bunny fashion and does a little bunny head nod to one side of the audience and then another one to the other side of the audience and then promptly disappears into the sand and you see her burrowing for about the entire duration of the minute and she's drawing uh, lines in the sand so she's burrowing like right up at the top of the sand if that makes any sense Okay. and she just writes yay death (laughs) pops out as a bunny and tilts her little bunny head to the side and gives a little shrug. Give me a performance check simply for like how you write it out. Does it look clean? Is it gothic or is it like Comic Sans? Performance is a minus two, so that's a 16. 16, that's pretty good. Parker has nice handwriting. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. You did very well with that. You get you get some like, oh, that's great. And then just like some light applause. But everyone thought that was generally like, that was nice. Like not like an overwhelming performance but it was still like that was sweet i hop back to my cage hey that was pretty good rabbit sorry i'm i'm new to the whole being in the elder's seat kind of thing you know what no i'm i don't think this is me and he jumps off with a dagger stabs himself in the heart and a new guy gets up uh all right guys um that was pretty good holy oh, shit it's chert who else could- <laughs> that was really mean and he jumps off dagger <laughs> One last guy comes out. <laughs> I'm not going to keep doing this. He comes up. <clears throat> All right. Moving on to the next one. The man with the stick. Oh, yeah, that's me. I very much less enthusiastically walk out the second time. I've, uh, I've prepared some poetry for you, sir. Hmm. Okay. Let us indulge. <coughs> There once lived a man from Q, whose limerick stopped at line two. <laughs> That's really good. I I'm like sorry. That. I'm sorry. I have one more. I have one more for you. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> hold on. It's not that. Not that. Well, that was Dustin little... talking. <laughs> you you get like general like laughter. Uh, people are good, and then you said you have one more. Oh yeah. Um. <clears throat> There once lived a man from Verdun. (laughs) That's actually very witty, and I like that. Parker claps her little bunny hands together so hard. Hmm. Give me a performance check. Unnatural 20. Unnatural 20. Yeah, I was going to give you a bonus if it flopped, but wow, that's... Yeah, you did do a natural 20. Unnatural 20. Hmm. I like your work. It's very to the point. I appreciate that about you. None of this flowery poetry you see in the Western tribes. But good job. And he starts an applause that everybody later joins in. And you step back into your cell. Wait one moment as we compile the scores. For this, this is actually going to be a roll-off between Brandon and Pyrite. How close are we to each other's cells? Your cells are all side by side. Let's say Ted is in the middle, Brandon on the left, Parker on the right. As a bunny, can I go back and forth between the cells? If they see you doing that, they will not like it. Okay. You don't need an insight check for that, but I'm just going to let yeah. you know. No, I figured. I figured. But yes, your body's body, your bunny's body could fit through the cells. Okay. Yeah, give me that roll. Uh, just a straight roll? Just or a flat 20. 15. 
They got a four. (laughs) (laughs) Now, that dance was utterly dreadful to watch. Honestly, I might jump off this throne just for having thinking about it. But the real tragedy is copyright infringement. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, please! I swear I'll come up with a new shanty! Mm, Your time is up. It's time to walk the plank, Pyrite. And there is a big box that is held up to the pit with a number two on it, and out comes two animals. One looks to be like an ape, and the other is some sort of dog, raging with teeth sharp as razor blades. As they are released, sparked up to life, Pyrate's cage door opens, and he is forced to fight against them. He puts up more of a fight, but definitely not strong enough to combat these two. And as he falls dead, they shove those bodies into his cell, close the cage door, and we're on to round three. Okay, so we just need to survive this, like, one more time. Oh, I'm a bunny. Never mind. Oh, right. You, that's Here. right. <laughs> what? Did you get it? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Let's get that funny one up first. And it's Barrel. And he comes up, s- sort of knocks his hair out of his face. He's, all right, well, this is really awesome. This has been great. This has been really eye-opening experience for me. I, I never did comedy up to this point. Okay, Let's get this night really going like a mortician. Let's grab a few cold ones and pop them open if you got them. <laughs> uh, did you hear the one about t-shirts? Yeah, yeah. I swear to God. Look into my closet this morning, right? <laughs> morning, like morning the dead. Uh, anyway, and I didn't know that I had a couple corpses rotting in there, right? It was like a month, and I had no idea that I had a full corpse in my closet, you know? Because one is a casualty, and one is casualties, and everybody starts erupting with laughter. <laughs> oh my. Parker misses the vampires of chaos. Just a little bit. <laughs> Your morbid humor tickles me in ways that I've not felt in quite some time. And he is escorted off. I'm going to roll his performance check. All right. Not as good as his other ones, but he's still doing pretty well. After doing all that, Ted. Ted. Uh, what, what, Brandon? Do you think you could, I don't know, come up with something to get us out of here? Out of here? Only with my sweet, sweet charm, friend. <laughs> As that happens, Brandon, your cage door opens. Great. You've got this. <laughs> I am not a performer. Bunny Parker gives Brandon a tiny bunny thumbs up. And I want to give a very shaky thumbs up back to Parker as I start making my way out of the cage. And you do so. I'm going to look at the guy who's in the throne this time. Mm -hmm. Release the animals against me. That wouldn't be fair to you. I don't think it'd be fair to them. Give me a persuasion check. That's going to be a 15. (laughs) Release crate number five. Uh, What happened to four? Three and four? (laughs) over where the other crates were released comes in a bigger crate with two doors instead of one. It's a big number five on it. And it releases, it opens up. Give me one second to compile all this. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I have a plan. I just don't know what we're going to do after that. I also have, I have contingency plans. Okay. I think. I'm using every last spell slot I am on these performances. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) My plan is to break us all out of here. At least because three against everything else, I think we'll be okay, but we'll see. Yeah, because yeah. if, I mean, maybe all three of us do really well, and then that other guy has to go in the death pit. Yeah. But, like, do we really want to just keep letting people go to the death pit? That was my concern, because uh, we're just letting people die. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have any shenanigans that are going to get us out of here. My shenanigans were all about being here. Yeah. <laughs> Ted's actually going to be really sad if he doesn't get to do his last performance. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put him on Patreon. It'll be fine. There you go. <laughs> I cannot overemphasize how hard I was banking on that staff working the same way a second time. <laughs> I figured as much when you went for it. Yeah. Yeah. On different soil, it gives different effects. Yeah. Yeah. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. Okay. So, they open up the crate labeled five and a couple of creatures spill out the biggest one that you see looks like a bear a large bear with dark fur 
as it slowly comes up, given life. Another one that's of note is going to be, it's mainly bones, but it looks like a hunched over coyote standing on its two feet and using its other arm as a weapon, mainly a skeleton. This is a knoll, but its flesh is pretty much gone and it's just down to the bone. There is another one where it's just a regular zombie, a regular guy that they are reanimating. One of them looks to be a large bird with a beak that comes to a sharp point like an axe. It's an axe beak. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the other one is another zombie that looks more like it has like ashes and fumes coming out of its sides, of its shoulders and its eye sockets. And it looks like the most magically enhanced one out of these five. With that, can I get you to roll initiative? Yes, you can. Please. Please let me roll high. Oh, thank God. That's going to put me at a 19 for my initiative. Beautiful. You are going first. Tink. As all these things start to spark up with life, you get a little moment to quickly engage before they can actually realize the situation they're in. I'm going to rush to Ted's cell, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to put my back onto where the... Yeah, essentially where the sheet is. Okay. And me knowing from ripping out the bone, I know it's possible, just not mm-hmm. very easy. Right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to fucking rage, first of all. Beautiful. So, and the idea here is that I'm going to brace myself. I'm going to let all these things come at me and hopefully they do damage to the cage. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm just going to take like a defensive stance as I wait for these things Waiting to come. your action. Yeah. To, okay, cool. Then in that case, they are going to start. The one that probably has the most speed on them is the axe beak as it sprouts up with like, and it starts running towards you with its axe pointed directly at you. Roll to hit. Oh, and it misses. I- and I'm going to say that's a hit for the bars. I'll give them an HP of their own. Okay. Moving on to, let's say, the next one up would probably be the knoll. And the knoll is using its arm as a striking weapon, as a club runs up to you and tries to hit you. It's a 12 hit. It misses. Misses as it hits the bars as well. And that section is cracked. Okay. What's the inside of it? It's not quite big enough for a person to get through, but with some finagling, you might be able to squeeze yourself out. Next, let's go to just regular zombie attack. Uh, that one actually hits. That's a 16. Yep, that cool. hits. And he is just slamming with his arms, as every good zombie does. Max damage, that's seven. Seven, that's mm-hmm. bludgeoning, right? That is bludgeoning. So I take half of that. So Beautiful. Three. The ash sort of zombie comes up to you. And it's going to try and slam again. Not good enough. It whiffs. And the excess goes to the cell. And then the black bear. That kind of moves the other ones to the side. First one misses. Second one misses. Oh my god. Thank god. God. Dude, all of these. Two max damages on the cell. Fuck yeah. Now with the black bear's attack, just absolutely slamming his body into this cell. It's now so big enough that somebody could walk through it. With that, you are surrounded by these things. And now Ted's cage is open. Can we roll initiative? Absolutely, you can. Oh, so now we're fighting? All right. Uh, if you want to. <laughs> if well, you want. we are. It's not a want to anymore. We I are. would just like to be in the initiative. That's a five. Five? All right. That's a nine. All right. Next up, uh, we're just going to go to the top of the order with this. Uh, we got Brandon. I'm gonna look at the black bear and say, now it's my turn. Let out another roar as I jump onto the bear and bite down on his neck. Ooh. With my form of the beast bite. That's a nine. Not good enough. As you get onto its back, it takes an arm and throws you off right in front where you were before, but now you're prone. And that's gonna be my turn. Absolutely. Moving on to Parker. Parker is going to hold her action for right now. Okay. She's going to she's going to sneak out of her cage um and then she's going to get ready to drop her wild shape. All right. Uh what is the condition for that that you're going to drop it? When Brandon takes damage. Okay. And, and then, then that should allow me to take an action then. Now it's the enemies. 
Black Bear just thrown you off. It's going to make an attack onto you. Oof. Okay. So I got a 14 and a 9. The 9 misses, but the 14 hits. 14 hits. 14 is going to be a bite. That is 5 damage. Ah! As it bites down on your shoulder, trying to get a piece, seeing if things taste as good in the afterlife. Mm. Moving on to... I fucked up. What? Because I said I dropped my wild shape as soon as Brandon took damage. But you said you were going to go over and then... So I don't have to drop my wild shape right now? No. No, you're okay. Okay. I'll say you're sneaking over to his cell, but you don't have to drop your wild shape. Okay. Just because we said you would. Bunny Parker is is over there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Out of, out of the cell, hidden in the night. You start to see that people around the pit are like, this isn't how this is supposed to go. Wait a second. Hey! That's cheating! Oops. <laughs> Parker... In her little bunny form, her skin starts to bubble and expand um, in, you know, a really awful and grotesque way. And uh, she bubbles and gets bigger and gets bigger and turns into a human. And then her stomach, like, keeps bubbling and out from it comes a little spectral basset hound. Whoa. This basset hound has a little unicorn horn, like, strapped to his head. And this is the unicorn spirit, which will lend its protection to those nearby. That's not really going to help much now, but when I heal, it'll make my healing do a lot more. Then Parker goes, are we breaking out of here? We're getting out of here. Okay, sounds good. Perfect, perfect. On to the other enemies. The knoll notices that the cage is open, and he's going to run inside and try and beat on one of you three. I'm assigning a number for each person. He's going for Ted. And that is going to be a single strike, where he's slamming his arm that he's carrying in his hand. Don't believe that hits. That's 12. Actually, nothing knee pads that hits. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. Uh, It's going to be four damage to you as he strikes you. What he's trying to do is do a battle cry, but he has no lungs, vocal cords anymore. But the essence that's giving him life slips through his bony, stretched teeth. Is all you can hear, just right next to you. The axe beak is going to keep going for Brandon. And that hits. It's slamming itself into you. That's going to deal five damage. Five damage. Is that piercing or slashing? It's slashing. Then I take two. The ash zombie is going to also attack you. That also is going to hit. Slams onto you as well with a chop across the chest. Four damage. So that's two damage. The zombie, the regular zombie, is going to slip inside, and it is going to try and attack one of you three, and is going to try and go for the basset hound. It can, yeah, okay. Is that, is that a thing it can do? I don't think so. No? Is it transparent? Is it a spirit? It counts as neither a creature nor an object. Oh, then it's... it's... just a nature spirit. But, I mean, he wouldn't know that. I'm going to give him a check, just for the benefit of the doubt, an intelligence check. He fails. Okay. So he does go for the hound, and <laughs> he would have hit had it been real, but Sucks to his suck. arms go right through it, looks down. Oh... He's kind of upset with himself a little bit. That is all of the enemies moving on to Ted. Ted drops his disguise self. Okay. And he just runs. Okay. I'm going to have like three attacks of opportunity from that. Yeah. Okay. You got it. Uh, Not what I was expecting. Then the zombie is going to try and attack you as you escape. It misses. The knoll is the other one in the cell. It hits. Striking club damage four again. And the last one that will get an attack of opportunity is the axe beak, as it is blocking the exit with its big body. Yeah, 14 hits? Yep. Okay, yeah. And that is going to be 10 damage. Decent amount of slashing damage on that one. And you are now out of the cell. You can go to about the center of the arena, uh, but that's about as much movement as you got. Where's the rope ladder? Pulled up kind of opposite to the elder. Well, the new elder. If I wild shape again, I can get to it. Because I can just turn into a spider, climb the wall, get up there, and go back as a human and and just fall with it. Okay. All I want to do is not be there. So I sit down in the center of the arena, and I concentrate on a silent image of the exact area I'm sitting without me in it. Give me an Arctana check for effectiveness. Yeah. This is one of the ones that you're starting to get 
a really good handle on. So this might be the last time we have to roll for it. 19. Absolutely. You no longer have to roll for silent images. And you look completely invisible. Ted doesn't think he can help. Damn. As Brandon's on the ground getting mauled, I'm just like, Ted! Ted? Ted, where are you? Ted's not here. It's going to be fine. It's Ted's smart. He's doing something. He's coming up with a plan. I'm sure he is, but we're running out of time. It's going to be fine. Brandon, it's your turn. How close is that bird to me? You could touch it. It's right next to you. I want to attempt to grab the motherfucker and use it as an axe. Okay. I will say this is a large creature. How large? 10 by 10. 10 by 10? Yeah. I'd say if you grab it by the neck, it's kind of like ostrich-like. Mm-hmm. You could probably use it from there, but its body isn't going to move from where it's going right now. Oh, it's like the size of an ostrich? I thought it was just it's like, like a It's like an bird. ostrich, yeah. Okay. A bird, technically. I am going to attack it with my form of the beast claws. Mm-hmm. I'm going to attempt to cut it at the neck to use it like a regular hex. Word. I am going to have you roll to hit. And if you do over five for its AC, then I will allow it to become decapitated. If it's between its AC and five, then you just do the regular attack. Gotcha. Word. Ooh, that's good. Unnatural 20. Unnatural 20. Absolutely. So this thing on its own normally doesn't have much hit points, but in a zombie form, it's even less. And you are able to just quickly swipe and decapitate it as its body falls to the ground. And you are now holding the neck of an axe beak. Okay. I was prone, wasn't I? You were prone. Yeah, that's uh, half your movement. I am going to attempt to take a step back from all the creatures. You're going to take a couple opportunity attacks, but... I'll take them. Absolutely. Not from the axe beak anymore. Axe beak is bye-bye. That does 1d8 slashing. 1d8 slashing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Plus your strength. The ones that are going to attack are the ash zombie hits, and that is going to be four damage. Four damage, which turns into two damage. And the black bear, which, which misses. Okay. The black bear misses. And you are now ten feet away from this horde. Ted! Searching around, trying to find Ted in the center. Parker. It's going to be okay! And then uh, cast Healing Word, uh, which I guess is my bonus action. Ooh. I'm going to heal Brandon for 1d4 plus 3. Word. For 4. But then I do also get to heal Brandon, Ted, and myself for 3. And then for my action, how far am I from... The ladder. The ladder is up the wall. In proximity to, I'd say about 15 feet. Okay. Parker is going to use her action to turn into a spider and then use her movement to start climbing up that wall. Absolutely, you do. Sick. And you use all of your movement to do that. Moving on to the enemies. Black Bear is going to go, well, no, they're all going to attack for Brandon. Yep. Because you are the only one there. So I'll make this quick. Black Bear is using multi-attack. First one misses. Second one hits. And that is going to be its claw attack in which it deals. On that one, yes. I would like to use my form of the beast tail reaction. Okay. Which, if I can see a creature within 10 feet, I can use my reaction to swipe a tail at him. And I roll a D8, applying that to my AC. Damn. And that's going to put me at 18 DC. 18 DC. Yeah. Perfect. So uh, I use that was just he rolled a seventeen. Nice, well, got a seventeen. So I'm gonna use my golden energy to form a lion's tail, and as he's swiping his claws, I'm gonna use it to bat it out of the way. Absolutely, and you do, and it is confused. It it's frustrated that it can't really get a hit on you. Moving on to the knoll emerging from out of the cage because it no longer has anything that it can fight in there, and it is going to attempt an attack on you and that one hits and he's going to strike you with his club dealing five damage which makes it to three Mm -hmm. the zombie you can tell like this thing wasn't made for long periods of time it's one of the weaker ones and they just kind of threw it in with this box it's already even just time alone it looks like its skin is falling through its cheekbones and it is just not going to be long for this world and that is oh a terrible miss just flinging towards the wind And the last one is the Ash Zombie, and that one hits, and it strikes you. That is going to be a seven. It gives off a potent smell 
as it strikes you, and the ash from inside the bones burst as it strikes. <coughs> Ted. Brandon's got three on him. Four, technically. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> it's okay, I'm Brandon. I'll get out it's of the this. king. I think, think we got this. Exactly. I think we got this. Okay. What are we up to? What is Ted up to? I am intrigued. I'm scared. <laughs> you always think Ted's got a plan. Sometimes Ted's just afraid. But I drop my silent image. And I crawl on all fours, trying to not let anything notice to me, over to the person who is making a difference. And I lay my hand on his ankle. I grant you the bear's endurance. Hey. What does that do? Gives you 2d6 temp hitch points. Sick. Roll for you. Double <laughs> max. Yes! Twelve. That's awesome. Yes! 12 hit points to him, or is that temporary yep. hit points? And as I do, I just whisper to myself, you're full of shit, songbird. Oh. oh I don't like this. God damn it, where did you go? Beautiful. On to Brandon. As feeling a nice little oomph of energy come back into me, I am going to turn my face to the creatures, and I am going to let out the most hellacious roar I can to try to intimidate them and make them back off of it. Absolutely. Give me an intimidation. A18. Oh. All right. So if they fail, they are under the condition of fear. The the black bear, he's not intimidated. Oh, shit. I figured. He's a big boy. yeah, he, he just got it. The knoll failed. The zombie, nat one. The ash zombie immediately stops in its tracks, and it's not going to get any closer to you, but it is still wanting to fight. And with that, I'll say that was a bonus action if you want to take another turn. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to look down at Ted. How does Ted look? How does Ted, his expression? Yeah, like his expression and stuff. His body language, I guess. Blank. Resigned. I'm going to attempt to pick you up if you allow me to. Yeah, I won't stop you. Got it. Now you're holding him over your shoulder. Yeah. Now you're wielding a Ted. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm going to make sure to put my body in between the bear and him. Mm. I'm going to start making my way to where I saw Parker go and where the ladder is. Got it. And I'm going to use my action to dash, if possible. You got it. The only one that is going to get in your way is the bear. I figured, which is why I put my body between him and Ted. And it misses. Oh, thank God. As it does a a wrathful smite, big in power, bad on precision. Ted, come on, man. You got to get it together. To Parker. So I'm 40 feet away from the rope. (laughs) And you dash would get you right there. Yeah. So... Parker's little spider legs go so fast. She pitter-patters all the way up to the top of the rope, grabs on, takes a deep spider breath, and drops her wild shape, grabs onto the ladder, and should just pull it and fall. Absolutely. Sick. And you come down with the rope ladder as it falls, and people are really starting to notice, oh, that's where they went. Oh, shit. Hi, guys. Hey, Parker. I think I I got it. Awesome. Great job. Thank you. And moving on to the enemies, probably their last attack on you. As they all start to rush, except for the ones in fear, leaving the bear. And that's it. <laughs> but the bear rushes on all fours. And it, once it gets to you, comes up on its hind legs, lets out a mighty roar, and goes for an attack. It is first going to swipe, which again gets deflected. I'll say it gets deflected again by your tail for flavor. Nice. The next one is going to be a bite, and that's a nat 20. Uh, I get a reaction once per turn, correct? Mm -hmm. Did you want to do another? I would like to try to see if I can't deflect it somehow. Absolutely. Uh, Total, it's a 24. I freaking hate it. I have to fucking roll high for this. I don't even think it's possible. No, because that just adds five, doesn't it? Well, that's eight, but that's going to put me at a 21. Oi. Does it do anything if it it fails? No, if it fails, nothing happens. Damn. So you, you block it once with your tail and then he goes in for the bite on the other side of your body where he was trying to attack last as he's doing that i will make sure to like drop ted and put myself in front of the bear absolutely and he's going to gnaw part of your shoulder that is going to deal eight damage eight damage eight damage and because of the temporary hit points i do survive that (sighs) thank god 
You feel the hot pink electric energy surge over your skin. Now, if you guys are willing to escape, I'd say we are out of initiative and we can just go back to you guys climbing up the ladder and getting out of here. But then you might have to re-enter initiative. Is there, yeah, is there nobody on the top of the ladder who's going to get in our way? That's That was the gamble I was taking. Yeah. yeah. You guys start to climb up the ladder. Uh, before we climb, I would like to cure wounds Brandon. I'm going to cure wounds Brandon at second level. So you're going to get 13 points back, oh, and then the three of us are all going to get three points back. Oh, you are an angel. So thank you. So you got 16 points to Brandon and three to Ted as my Basset Hound climbs up the wall next to us because it has no corporeal form. That puts me back up to full. <laughs> Beautiful. Now you guys are starting to climb the ladder, yeah? Yes. yes. Okay, yeah. cool. And you all start to climb the ladder. You see soldiers coming to where the rope ladder is as you get there. And someone is holding a hand axe, and it looks like they're about to chop it down. Can I get a deck save from each of you? Yes, you can. 15. 15. 7. 15, 15, 7. 15 you're good. Okay. They come down with the hand axe and strike one side of the rope ladder. So all of the weight on your left side goes down. The right side of the rope ladder is still up, and you can still climb up with that side. But Parker, you had your weight on the left side of the rope Mm -hmm. as they chopped it, and you fall down about five to ten feet. Okay. You're still climbing, but you're now a little bit lower than the rest of your party, Mm -hmm. and you all continue to climb. Give me one more dex to see if you guys can make it to the top. Eighteen. Eighteen. Natural one. Natural one. Eleven. And eleven. You you guys get to the top. You had to roll over a ten to get to the top. And Ted just didn't quite get there before they put down the hatchet on the last one. And the rope is starting to fall. You guys can have one reaction to try and grab the rope. I am in full on just going to throw my body and try to grab that rope. All right. To grab it is going to be sleight of hand. Okay. But then to actually hold it is going to be strength. Gotcha. So first, sleight of hand. That's an eight. Eight's not quite going to do it. Parker? What was it? It's an eight. It's an eight. None of us have re-rolls. Ted starts to fall. As gravity starts going against you, and you crash through the bone cage below you. Slowly but surely, you start to see these creatures emerge. And it's almost as if sound goes out for a moment. You actually only took eight damage from the fall. Okay, it's not bad. So Ted just fell into the pit. The creatures are starting to walk towards him. Brandon, we need to go back in there. As she says that, I'm just going to jump back in. I grab on and cast Enlarge on Brandon. Almost instinctually, Brandon jumps back in, and now he is the size of a large creature as he hero landing right into the center, blocking the creatures from Ted. I'm holding on like a backpack. Okay. Yeah. I'm just going to let out a... Back off! Does that axe grow with me? Yeah, it does. Yeah? I'm just going to slam that into the ground. Give me another intimidation check. That's 19 for intimidation. 19. All right. Black Bear. Black Bear failed. The Null. Null passed. The Zombie failed. And the Ash Zombie failed. So the only one running towards you is the Null. And he's got his arm waving in the air. And he's going to go for an attack on you. But before he does, I'll give you one. You give me one? Give you one attack. I'm going to rear the bigger axe that's in my hand now mm-hmm. and just swing it upwards to hit him underneath the jaw. Beautiful. That's going to be a 14. So you hit how much damage? Uh, that's going to be 1d8 plus 1d4, you said? We makes it an 11. 11 is just enough. How do you want to do it? Sick. I'm just going to go ahead and just rear back, strike him underneath the jaw, and just full force try to decapitate him from the jaw up. Absolutely, and you do so as his head flies toward the center of the arena the rest of the bones just fall as they are the rest of the creatures are not coming anywhere close to you after that first intimidation and then the decapitation of one of their colleagues ted how are you are ted are you okay (coughs) excuse me sir i didn't get to do my last performance 
Hmm. Persuasion. Don't have advantage anymore. Can I give the help action? Yes. I'm going to go, yeah, I didn't either. And you saw that really cool rabbit stuff I did. We, I mean, we might have had amazing performances. Roll with advantage. Roll with advantage, boy. It's a 12. Hmm. He looks to you all and says, drop the spell. And the other creatures, in a look of fear, they all look at Brandon, look back at the elder, and then the magic drops as their corpses fall to the ground into the sand. Let's have the others show their performances. Please, back to your cells. You can't fit in your cell anymore? <laughs> I'll like, I don't know, like tuck in there somehow? D- just, just, you could sit on the broken cell. Sit on the broken cell. I'll sit on the broken cell. And you're sitting like crisscross apples. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like right next to cages. And um, if we're going in order, it's Parker's turn next. Yeah, no, go for it. Work. Yeah. Hi. Parker scoots in to the center of the field. When I introduced myself before, it was as Tornado. And now I would like to show you why. And Parker takes in a deep, deep breath and then blows out air and casts Gus. Oh, shit. (laughs) And all of the sand around her starts to swirl. So it looks like a tornado and she's just inside of it. And while it's doing that, she's going to pick the flower and put it in her loincloth, I guess. And then I drop Gust and all the sand falls into a circle around me. Give me an Arcana or a performance check. I'm bad at both. I'm going to go with Arcana. That's a 12. 12. People look around, they're like, okay. All right, that was pretty good. I liked it. Could have done more damage, though. And they give you like a half applause as your turn comes to an end and you are escorted back to your cell. When I'm in my cell, can I look at this flower and see if I can guess what it does? Uh, Give me an arcana. 13. Something bad. doesn't charm. Okay. Yeah. It afflicts your mood. Okay. I'm just going to hold on to that. I have five minutes if I need to use it. The last one. It is his turn. Dust myself off for a moment. I need something to amplify my voice. Hmm. I'm going to sing for you. To amplify your voice, they throw a cone in there, which essentially just acts as a bullhorn. This is my own composition. I hear songbirds in my head. They talk, but I don't understand. They talk to me. They squawk to me. They tell me things that I should do. A bard is what I am. It's true, impossibly. Give me a performance check. (laughs) Can you get advantage? Because he actually sang a whole ass song. I know, he sang. I'm going to give him a boost. Yeah, for sure. Unnatural 20. Hey, oh. Doesn't need it. Now he can eat the stand-up comedian. (laughs) Oh, oh my God. That is... Excellent parody. Parody. Wait, wait, you guys know Randy Orton? (laughs) (laughs) No, we we sing that song in church. It's a hymn. I love how you've turned it sort of into an upbeat sort of rock kind of vibe. Yes. (laughs) Yes, that is my interpretation. A fair usage. (laughs) In all sorts of domains like murder pits. Oh, yes. After the judging, it seems... Bayrell is the one to take a dive. Wait, no, guys. What? I was just about to start my career. This was this was my big break. And then, like, they all start going into his cell. The cell door is closed, and they let down a new rope ladder. You all climb up, and they put you in one of the boxes that they had the corpses in. Do not worry. You've won fair and square. Don't tell anybody I ever sang. It's like... My love for low-cut turtlenecks. (laughs) If you could tell me why. We don't need to talk about it. (laughs) You know what? I'll give it to you. What do you choose? Parker's getting a second-level spell slot. A second-level spell slot. All right. There you go. You're you're welcome, Parker. (laughs) I was was hoping for something more, but that was just good. Well, that's what you get. That's what you get. I'll take it. And we all get in the box? I get in the box, kind of. Quietly. They get you in. It turns to the side, so you all kind of get closer, and it's rattling around, something fierce. And then 
the doors open as they throw you outside of the walls and say, enjoy your life. Though, death's pretty cool too. And they close the gates. It's like I'm back at high school. I'm gonna take myself off off the ground. That was bad. I didn't like that at all. Fern, fucking whatever. Where are we going? Brandon's gonna start walking without saying a word. Ted, are you are you okay? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I'm I'm fine. Just just brought back to reality, you know. We made it. So on to the next one. <sighs> yeah, on on to the next one. On to the next one. Oh, and um, Parker will fish out of her pockets. Um, I grabbed the flower. I don't really know what it does, but it doesn't charm like the other ones do. You know, I relate a lot to that flower. Every other one comes out looking beautiful and perfect, and then you get that. Ted Vardaman. Ted. Ted Vardaman. Twister. Flower. Person. It's it's flower trip. You are too mean to yourself. Okay? We can't all be Brandon Rodriguez. But there's nothing wrong with being Ted Vardaman, okay? Thanks, Parker. You don't need to thank me. Just don't give up. I'll try. I'll try harder. I just... (sighs) I pretend, Parker. I pretend to be other people. I pretend to be confident. (laughs) I pretend. As Brandon is walking away from God, he's so fast. (laughs) (laughs) Walking away from the group towards the next town and you all start to pick up the pace as you try and follow behind him. We zoom out on a place full of death and destruction and we haven't even touched the rest of this world. And that's where we're going to end this session. of Magic Isn't Real. If you like the show, please hit whatever podcast subscribe button is available on this platform and consider joining our Patreon, linked in the episode description. For behind-the-scenes content and just to support the show, patrons also get to join our Discord server where we all talk, chat, maybe give a little sneak peek at what's to come, who's to say. We're just starting out, but we cannot wait to go on this magical journey with you. Credit where credit is due, Dustin Parsons is the Game Master, Christian Contreras plays Brandon Rodriguez, Jonah Pfeiffer plays Ted Vardaman, and Kayla Temshiv plays Parker Henley. This episode was edited by Dustin Parsons, theme Music is by Jake the Dead, and art design is by Juniper Whitney. Social media is managed by Anna Rose Pfeiffer and Kayla Tumshiv. Stay tuned for more shenanigans and follow us on social media at Magic Isn't Real Pod on TikTok, Magic Isn't Real PD on Twitter, and Magic underscore isn't underscore real underscore pod on Instagram. If I miss something else, we've linked it below. If you've listened this far, thank you and we love you. Oh, and we lied about the magic. It's totally real. <laughs> <laughs>